Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, brought to you by WPTonic.com, a WordPress maintenance and support service for business owners. We talk to the leaders in WordPress, business, and online marketing communities, bringing you insights on how to grow your business and achieve success. Hi there, folks. This is the WP Tonic Show 217. This is a really special show. I've got a great announcement. Um, got a new co-host, Kim Shivler, is um, going to be my co-host for the future episodes of the WP Tonic interview shows. And um, John is um, John Locke, um, my previous great co-host. He's not leaving totally the WP Tonic family. He will be part of our Friday shows. But let's get on with it. I've got Kim here. Like to introduce yourself, Kim, to the listeners. I would absolutely love to. Hey, everybody, I'm Kim Shivler. If you listen to the Friday show, you've probably heard me. I've been a roundtable guest uh, for quite a while now. I uh, am a WordPress, I'm a technology and business instructor. Uh, for the technology piece, I teach WordPress, I teach uh, how to build online courses and membership platforms to everyone from 70-year-old non-technical people up to those who uh, are, are full-out programmers but then want to add on how to get their online courses uh, published. Oh, fantastic, Kim. I, I, I'm really excited that you agreed to become my co-host for the foreseeable future. I think um, we're going to have some great interviews in the WordPress community and people from the outside. You know, we plan to continue bringing experts to our listeners about online marketing email social media and about wordpress as well and combining it because we all know that we've got multiple hats here that we're um or balls that we're juggling um so kim you've spoken at a few word camps and you also spoken at word camp us haven't you i did i spoke at the inaugural the first word camp us and that one was on uh, building online courses. I have, uh, last year I spoke at WordCamp LAX and WordCamp Sacramento. And I'll be speaking at WordCamp Sacramento again this September. Right. Excited to do that. This year we're actually going to break down the business, the real live nitty gritty business piece of a good sized membership launch. I finished one with one of my coaching clients back in June. And we had some really interesting business takeaways. So that's what we'll be covering. Oh, great. That sounds fantastic. I will be going down there as well, folks. I won't be presenting, but I will be going down. Um, last year's um, Sacramento WordCamp was fantastic. Um, they did a fantastic job running it. And it was really enjoyable, um, a great facility and ample parking and um, everybody had a great time. Um, so what I think we do, because you mentioned that, shall we, because um, you'll be presenting there, do you mind going through some of the things that you did learn through that launch then? How does that sound, Kim? Sure, we can absolutely start with that. Because, you know, you're known as the membership queen, you know, the queen <laughs> of membership. That's what you're no, known for. <laughs> I think I'm the online course queen. Membership yeah. is a part of it, but I think yeah. the online course queen is really oh, my, yeah. my Learning management systems, as they say. Absolutely. And by and, the way, by the way, folks, we'll be discussing this topic um, on Friday and... Um, 
we've got um we've got some guests um we've got uh, chris badgett um from lifter lms and we've got dave kiss um who also had produces a couple of plugins that help you manage learning management systems and they're going to be joining us on friday um so that should be fun shouldn't it kim excellent it's going to be fun i'm uh actually not sure what my friday looks like michael's having his wisdom teeth taken out uh, how, the man, <laughs> how he made it to 53 without having his wisdom teeth taken out i have no idea but he did so i've still got up Oh, you've got yours? Okay. Yeah. Well, now he has to have them out. So uh, I may be on some, but I, I, I may. It's going to depend on how he's doing. <laughs> All right. That's great. Um, yeah. So let's get on. Um, so you did this um, project with a client, and it was around launching a, a learning management system. What, what are some of the key points that you um, are going to be presenting at Sacramento? Okay. Now this one, uh, we will probably add an LMS later. This one was just the membership piece, right. uh, just premium content with uh, multiple levels of content as far as they have a basic and an and a advanced membership. And they already had, it was an interesting work because they already had a membership site that they just weren't happy with. And we ended up uh, redeveloping it we put them into member press and all the technical pieces ran beautifully then it was that that launch the business piece of the launch that a lot of times people just they don't plan for because all they're thinking is okay we're going to do this webinar and uh, you know we have a large audience already we've had this site we've, we've had this spent our time developing our audience and then it dropped. And one of the things they did, for example, was they offered a free month. And what we found was with the free month, we had a lot of people bailing in the shopping cart. So they got into the shopping cart and, you know, you could, this was where you could really tell those tire kickers from the people who really wanted something because they bailed in the shopping cart. And when that happened, we ended up with all these users just hanging out there, uh, now having to go out and clean them up if they don't come back and finish out their account. So there were just little, little things like that, but they all add up, right? Well, all of a sudden you've got 100 user accounts to go delete because people ditched the carts. Uh, we did take their email addresses, of course, and reach out to them and see if we could bring them back in. But if not, then there was that type of cleanup right. that we found. Um, it, we also found, and I think this was very specific for them, because they had had a different membership site, people were signing up and then they had the other site bookmarked and they were trying to log into that site with the new information. We were getting a lot of calls from, okay, my password and username aren't working. And we, I, we would go in, we would reset it. Okay, we've reset it, it's working. No, it's not. And it was because they were actually bookmarked to the other site. 
And I had actually tried with the client to get them to take that site down before we launched. I, it would be my recommendation to anyone is take that one down and really build up the new launch, even if it's for just two weeks or three weeks. But that way, when if they try to go back to that bookmark, you can forward them over to the new site and not get that type of situation. Yeah, it's the nitty gritty, isn't it? So this was, um, so this, it, I don't know if you want to name the the website or whatever, I leave that to your discretion, but um, is, um, so they had a reasonable membership anyway, did they? Before mm-hmm. they decided to, was it, was they utilizing WordPress for the old website or was they using a different or a different platform? They were using WordPress. And what happened was when they did the original planning document and, and they put in what they needed, they really didn't think through some of it. I don't, I don't want to go into names because I haven't asked them. Um, but some of the things in the planning document, and, and those of you who know me know I'm really big on planning this stuff out, so we pick the right plug-in and the right configuration. And once they got that up and running, then they realized that they really needed to be able to do disparate uh, memberships so they don't build on each other. So originally they were using Paid Memberships Pro, which right. is great if you just want a quick setup and, mm-hmm. you know, silver, gold, platinum, and they all build on each other. Yeah, yeah. But they realized that's not what they wanted. They wanted to be able to do some individual sales. They wanted this. So that's when we, we redid it and moved them to member press. They also, the initial one they had in their main marketing website. And I never recommend that. I really recommend build out a subdomain because you don't want, you know, 200, 300 users in your main big marketing forward facing site, unless you're solely a membership site. But if it's an add-on, you're better off segregating them to a subdomain. And um, I'm building one out myself, actually, <laughs> folks. And I listen to Kim's advice, and uh, we're, we're building it out on a, a subdomain, Kim. Great. Yeah, it's just easier to manage. I, I'm so happy I've gone that way with mine. Yeah, um, it sounded logical because, like I say, you know, you can end up with um, a very large database with a large load of and they really are two separate beasts really normally aren't they like unless the whole site is going to be around membership isn't it yes exactly but if you're a content marketer who's very heavy on content or not even a content marketer i actually hate that word but a really powerful content creator and your site needs to showcase that for your free content and to set you up as an expert than anything else with membership that's private really should be its own site. <coughs> Sorry about that, folks. Um, so what was some of the, uh, so there was some other business things that you said that were interested in this move. So can you go into those a little bit? Well, um, the email connectivity uh, what we found was that uh, MailChimp's tagging system is really not up to what it needs to be to add the tags in and be able to actually send links and information just to those targeted audiences. So they are going to, they're actually in the process right now of porting everything to Drip. Oh, right. Yep. 
but it did make for some headaches because we're trying to do what MailChimp said. They actually hired kind of a big time MailChimp person and they even said, yeah, it doesn't quite work the way it needs to work for the granularity you want to do. And so that's when they opted to, to move over to Drip. So I would suggest to anyone, if you're going to do this, and you're going to need that granularity of different memberships, get emails just to them, then look at something like a Drip or an active campaign or something that really can handle that level of automation for you. I think they are the two leaders in that area at the present moment, Drip and Active Campaign. Um, I think both are superb products. I personally, um, to, well, I actually use two systems um, at some stage. I'll probably have to merge them. Um, I use um, Campaign Monitor for my main monthly newsletter. Mm-hmm. And for sub-categories um, and um, sales and promotion emails, I use Active Campaign mm-hmm. um, as... Um, and um, I would agree with you. And also, um, both are a bit of a learning curve, aren't they? Um, but um, <clears throat> I think visually they've got the most intuitive interfaces, haven't they? If you're gonna, if you're gonna do kind of um, logic-based campaigns, would you agree with that, Kim? From what I'm learning, I am brand new to both of those. I've been using for the last couple of years either Mailchimp or GetResponse. And uh, so I'm just learning those two and I will, I will probably be porting to one of them. I'm not a hundred percent sure which one, but yes, I'm seeing that they really are powerful, but there's definitely a learning curve. This is not a 10 minute setup like a MailChimp you know, where I can take a beginner and they can have a MailChimp list set up in you know, a few minutes. But of course it, you, you don't have the big functionality. Yeah, the, well, well, Drip, they do do a free, um, I think they're still offering it, um, they're still offering it, um, they do a free um, license, um, offering, I think it's up to 100 users you can import into it, and I think some of the key features, I think it's cut down a bit, but I think you can learn it, I think with Active Campaign they don't offer, they offer a, a 14 to 30 day trial, but then their base, their base system, which is um, 500 um, contacts, um, is around nine dollars. So it won't exactly um, bust the bank, will it? So right. I've, I think you've got the opportunity to try both systems, um, and not um, and that nine dollars is month to month, and you can reduce it further if you get a yearly um, contract. But they're both great programs. So. Because obviously that's pretty important, isn't it? Their email. Um, what kind of size list do you mind giving? Was it in the thousands, the list? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so that's what they're going to have to now convert. Uh, they had been with MailChimp for several years, and it was definitely in the thousands. Now, not all of those people signed up for the membership. No. Um, but, uh, but, but the overall list was, was a, is a good-sized list so getting that moved and getting um it's going they've hired someone to help them do it a drip specialist which is smart because currently they've got probably eight different mailchimp lists because mailchimp didn't do that type of tagging so now they've got to get them into drip and tagged properly so that they can um 
make it all work. Well, that sounds great. So another question, Kim, you know, I know we probably touched it before, um, but um, I think it probably have some, in, some real interest to the listeners. So you got, um, <clears throat> you, you tried, you tried the waters that are the same, you like, and you got a, a growing membership site. Uh, well, <laughs> is there ever the position where you should then consider um, upgrading, if that's the right word, to a, a learning management system? Or can you give some insights of, of when that might be a decision that somebody should make? Absolutely. So upgrading, I, I don't even actually consider an upgrade. I consider it an additional implementation. If at the point where you want people to be able to go through step-by-step courses, step-by-step, they check it off, they can see the progress they've made, perhaps you have quizzes and assignments, that's when you need the learning management system piece. If it's a case where every month I just give you four new pieces of super premium content, but it's not actually sequential and there's not a progress through it, then keeping the membership site or the membership piece is um, it's very appropriate for you because really the learning management systems are built to offer a, a course, a step-by-step um, progress of, of a learning system. Right. And, <laughs> you know, um, can you give some idea? Well, I think what we do, folks, is that we're we're going for our break now, and when we come back, we we discuss some more of this in a little bit detail, and we might also discuss a, a very large post that I put on the W Tonic site recently. Um, so we might discuss that. We we will be discussing those two things when we come back. So we're going for our break, folks, and we'll see you in a second. Do you want to spend more time making money online? Then use WP Tonic as your trusted WordPress developer partner. They will keep your WordPress website secure and up to date so you can concentrate on the things that make you money. Examples of WP Tonic's client services are landing pages, page layouts, widgets, updates, and modifications. WP Tonic is well known and trusted in the WordPress community. They stand behind their work with full, no question asked, 30 day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Sign up with WP Tonic today. That's wp-tonic.com just like the podcast we're coming back folks we've had a great discussion with our new co-host who's a little bit under the weather today <laughs> uh has been traveling been to denver haven't you and yes. he came back and um like all when you're on those airplanes traveling there's you're always fearing you're going to get a little bit of a bug aren't you um <laughs> I dose myself up with my vitamin C tablets and every other potion I can grab. I uh, do. I do. And usually it works, but this time just a little bit got my voice. I feel okay, but a little bit got my voice. So I'm maybe a little hoarse today. Yeah, not doing too bad. Good. So let's go back to the learning management systems. Mm-hmm. So you described why, um, because I think the biggest, I think the biggest thing that, people um probably will struggle with this decision this upgrade as as it is i suppose um is that you're going to need a lot more materials aren't you and you're going to need a lot more thought about the pro the process 
because it's going to be a, a more for, formatic call structure. Would I be correct in saying that? Absolutely. You're, you're, it's 100% correct. If, if you really want to build an online course, you need to understand how to build a curriculum. And that's a curriculum, you know, think about all your time in school or college, wherever, that we come in, we have a syllabus, this is where we're going to go through, this is what we're going to learn, these are the objectives, and that we have some level of testing that we've met those objectives. And then we, of course, have to, once we've planned all that, create the content that matches that uh, to deliver it to the, the um, students. And it tends to need more than just having a private area where you get a private video or a private download each week or each month or whatever the option is there. It really does need to be a thought out step-by-step -step course that um, they can follow. And I'm finding now in particular, you to sell this at a uh, premium price, you need to be more involved. For, for years, there was, you know, the internet marketer hype, just throw up this series of videos as a course and charge $1,000 for it. And uh, in my experience right now, that's not what's working. You have to, um, they want access to you. So the, the most successful courses I'm seeing, and this is just both on the internet, but also from a scientific uh, learner management uh, courseware development is what they call blended learning. So that's where you have a series of automated lessons, etc. And then you have live classes, either live with the instructor, or if you can live group work, where students can actually go through more of the discovery process, because that's where we learn, particularly as adults, where we learn the most powerfully is in the discovery process for ourselves, as opposed to just somebody telling us something well that that <clears throat> you, you you just described a enormous increase in the amount of commitment and work there in a couple of sentences haven't you really yes. haven't you uh, I'm, I'm sure that a few people's eyes are widening because they really <laughs> um that really is a, a commit well i suppose it really depends you know are you talking like a, a, a webinar couple of weeks I do agree with you there has to be some live content where you can get feedback and you know with systems like zoom and other systems the the ability of do and Facebook live and Facebook groups the ability of doing this the technical barriers and the costs have reduced quite significantly haven't they Absolutely. I, I mean, I love Zoom. It's my go-to because I do have a larger webinar for big webinars, you know, software. I don't actually use the Zoom webinar like we do here, although I really like it, so I may change. Um, but for Zoom, for one-on-ones, for group work, when someone goes through, for example, one of my classes that's a live class or has the live, I actually have office hours every week. Right. Like, Here's a time. I'm in Zoom. You've got a question pop in and ask me. I just do my work until somebody pops in, asks me their question, and then go back about it. So I think there's a lot of fault in there. Um, I just want to go on to a, a post that I, I, yesterday I put on the WP Tonic website, folks, and I mention it because I think 
you can, hopefully you're going to, if you go to the tonic site and you go to the blog section, um, it's called the complete guide to customer acquisition. And I'll go into everything I've learned over the past 18 months about trying to get new customers online. And, um, I would say there's kind of four pillars to this. There's content marketing, paid advertisement, email marketing, and social media. I think they're the four pillars um, on online marketing and attracting um, clientele to your website, which hopefully you then can turn into um, new customers. And first of all, would you agree on those four pillars? pillars kim i absolutely think for online marketing there are four pillars there's one fifth one that i really uh tell my coaching clients not to forget and that is live interaction with people yeah don't forget we we don't have to just curl up in a ball and do everything online get out in the real world meet people whether it's word camps or meetups or your local chamber of commerce Yes, I totally agree with you, and I probably will uh, extend that, actually. Um, when it comes to content marketing, I think the main thing I've learned, folks, is writing really good content and putting it on your website and thinking that it's going to attract traffic. It's not. <laughs> uh, you, you can write a really fantastic 2,000-word article and spend a lot of time on graphics, layout, anything you want to do with it. And you'll probably be listening to the leaves whistling through the forest um, because there's probably not a lot of traffic going to come to it. Um, obviously, you've got to write good content. And what is good content? It's got to be useful to its target you, um, audience. They must find value from it. Or you can... Um, talk about a um, subject or a situation and put your oar in. Um, but I, I think that kind of um, getting traffic, it, you can get a lot of traffic, but it dies down after a while considerably where uh, educational um, solving a problem piece can live on for quite a while on the internet, can't it, Kim? Yes, absolutely. And a lot of that too depends just to throw out there, Jonathan, because it always comes back to this on what is the size of your audience currently? If yes. you've built your audience, you're going and they're those diehard fans, you can put up a good piece of content and get it shared, get it, you know, really have it work for you. If you're just starting out, it's going to take you time to build. Yeah. So um, I totally agree with Kim, but what to help in that process what you're going to have to do folks is do some um seo research you're going to have to um look at um particular long long phrases and um find an article um uh, a group of articles that you like and you researched um how much traffic those articles those present articles are getting and if you feel that you could add more value and produce a better article and the and 
there's a number of uh, programs that can tell you, advise you, if the competition is too severe, I, they're too established, um, and there's a number of factors which these programs can show you quite quickly about domain authority and all the other things. But they can give you a mark, and you can choose a mark um, they give you an overall mark, and you can then very quickly see which of the um, possible articles that you're going to go against and improve upon um, are not so difficult to overcome. And basically, it's um, it comes from a Brian Dean. This idea it's called um, the skyscraper. Um, mythology and basically put this um, this is how he built his business he's a very well-known SEO expert and he gets tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of people to his website every month and it was the main mythology that he used to build up his own um, website traffic and um, the main tool that I use folks to do that is um, KW Finder, and uh, I find that it's a it's a reasonably inexpensive tool, and it's got a really nice interface, and it's not ridiculous money. Um, I think we're talking about thirty dollars a month, and you can get a considerable discount if you buy the yearly plan. Another one that I, I do use myself, but it is quite expensive, is SEM Rush. But that is an expensive tool. And it took me a while before um, I took um, uh, a special offer. They were running, uh, which they occasionally do. Um, but normally it's, a, it's about $1,000 a year to buy into that program. Um, they do do a, a monthly. But with these two tools, especially with um, KW Finder, you can really look, you need to do that research before you choose a subject. Um, and then, obviously, it's got to be a subject that you think you can add value to. Um, but you'll find that you'll get much better results if you do this research. What do you think about that, Kim? Do you think that's what a lot of people forget, is that you need to do some research? Absolutely. I, I think they forget the, the research. And you have in this article a couple of good points, not just from Brian Dean, but also Brian Jackson, on kind of some very specific how to do it, you know, how they did it and how you can follow that. But absolutely, you want to do the search. And once you do, uh, one of my SEO consultants who helps me, because I'm horrible with SEO, full disclosure, um, she has me not just check the keywords and the, uh, you know, look at all of that, but then to actually go and look at who is ranking for those yeah. and what they've done and really break that down too, as opposed to in a bubble of just the keywords. Exactly. And I've given them um, like, um, like what Kim said, um, Brian Jackson, who occasionally still comes on the show. He's a really busy, a busy man. And he's uh, running two of his own businesses and he's a full-time um, director of on content marketing for the hosting company Kinster. So he's a busy man, but he knows his stuff. And he, um, I've learned a lot by reading 
um, Brian's material on his own website and I give full links to the particular articles that have influenced me. I think another factor, I'm doing this to save Kim's voice, folks, because <laughs> um, uh, um, uh, something worse than you could be of a, you've got a croaky voice, you know, itchy. So I thought, but I think this article will hopefully provide some real value. It's paid advertisement. Um, I think some people really kind of dismiss paid advertisement. Uh, my position is that content marketing is well worth the investment, um, what is called organic SEO. Um, but it is an investment and it will take time. And I think you've got to be realistic here. Um, um, mixing organic good quality research content marketing with paid advertisement if you can afford it will accelerate the results that you're looking for and um i would say that there's um two main players in that is google adwords and facebook and two sub players as i would call them youtube and cpa networks um obviously google adwords and facebook uh, are well documented um youtube and cpa networks it, um, not so much information about about them but um on the article i'll give some back links to resources that i've studied um with google adwords i, I really think um probably linked to depending on which sector you're trying to compete in you probably are going to have to um, hire a expert to help you set that up and run it um, but um, after with Facebook it's similar but I think with Facebook I think you can start off with smaller amounts of money and get some real insight about your market and then um, you, if you want to educate yourself, you probably can get yourself up so you can be effective in it or hire an expert. But the amounts of money to get some results, I don't think are such large as um, Google AdWords because in most, in most categories, um, the bidding, the amount of money you're, you're going to need to get a result is, is going to be not enormous but not the kind of money that you would just want to throw away if you understand what i mean um so um, i look into those would you agree with that kim do you think that if you can afford it that paid advertisement should be part of your marketing budget i think it should and i think you should start small because there is a learning curve as to what works so i mean unless you just have money to throw away which i most of us don't, then I would start in a small campaign and test and test and see what works. Because if you just automatically start paying a thousand, three thousand a month or something, you're going to have wasted a lot of money before you find, you know, which, which words are actually giving you the most traffic. And also you've got to remember it's a double test there when you do this. It's not just about getting the traffic you've got to have a strong conversion once they get there. And that's a big testing piece too. Like, oh, wow, I got all these people coming. Not a single person converted. Now I need to go look at my conversion page. Oh, that's so, um, 
landing pages is yeah. um, another term people use for that and it's so true um some of the facebook um i like i say personally myself with google adwords i've uh, when i have advertised i've hired an ex um, a specialist in that area that was recommended to me there are a lot of companies that do advertise uh, online national companies but my experience the, the minimum um, they would take you on is like $3,000 a month. And they would <clears throat> want a minimum commitment of six months, um, where if you can find a recommended consultant, you can find somebody who's got the experience that would be prepared to help you on a lower budget. Um, but with Facebook, you can test it. Um, with quite small micro amounts and get some really um, nice um, results around does depend on if you're um, your target audience but you'd probably be looking at something between three and five hundred dollars a month um, a couple of the Facebook resources that, that I've been part of my learning process process over the 18 months has been John Luma um, this is around Facebook training. He's been actually on our podcast, a really terrific guy. Um, Adpresso, Ad um, um, they've recently been taken over, um, but they provide an enormous amount of free educational content around all the different, the, in, the Facebook inter, advertising interface about retargeting, um, about the different types of um, advert styles that you can place on Facebook. It, they provide it, and it's high-quality information um, that's reasonably up-to-date, where there's a lot of basically um, poor-quality information that you find on a when you do your searches so i would definitely um, suggest it and it's readable as well so i would suggest definitely suggest that if you want to learn is to go to their website and down they've got a load of pdfs that you can download and just have a real study feast and that get you up to speed quite rapidly and then and then another resource is rick um Murray, um he does a really uh, well-known um podcast um which i suggest you listen to because you're going to get a lot of value from that and also he's got a lot of resources on his website so i've given you some resources there which you find on the article these links in the article um when it comes to youtube um you can promote this is more a branding exercise more than anything but you can still utilize it also to take people to a specific landing page if it's about conversion um the beauty of youtube is uh, price wise compared to facebook and um, google adwords obviously google owned youtube but it's like two separate worlds really is that when it comes to youtube um the actual price is drastically lower than the previous two that I've mentioned. Um, the actual cost per click or cost per conversion is drastically lower. But obviously you need quality video, 
you need to be consistent you um you need to be um have professional thumbnails all the factors like a professional website and you need to organize your channel and then um a particular tool that's really useful for tagging and for getting you up to a competitive level is tube buddy um used to be very expensive but they've reduced their prices considerably and you can get a yearly um license they do offer a pretty powerful free product um which isn't um, crippled that badly but at, at a certain stage you probably want to get the pro version and like i say their pro version um, you can get for about $40 a year. So it's not going to bust the bank. Um, another resource is Robert Blake, who uh, uh, Roberta Blake, who hopefully is going to be our guest in the near future, isn't he, um, Kim? Yes, we're looking forward to getting to chat live with him. He's got enormous, you know, he runs a very successful YouTube channel and also he's produced a, a free, a enormous amount of material that gives quality advice about if you're trying to get some results from YouTube, I build up your own um, channel um, subscription base. He's just a terrific guy that's given an enormous amount of free content um, and also great graphic design in his own thing. So um, I've waffled on a bit, um, but it, I could go on some more about this. But um, hopefully I've just given you enough um, so you can see there's a lot of information in this article. And I love, we love some feedback from you if, you've, if you go to the article, read it, um, if you found some real value from it. So, Kim, um, I thought I would um, rescue your voice a little bit. Um, are you really pumped up for the next couple of months about the guests that we're going to get? I am so pumped up. We're going to have a great time. We've got some super guests coming up. Uh, we've got people coming up to talk about um, the Google AMP, the accelerated mobile pages. And we've got people coming up to talk about plug-in uh, ecosystems. And it's just going to be really fun. And along those lines, Jonathan, when you say we like feedback, if there's anybody out there, guys, that you've seen talk at a WordPress uh, meeting or something and you just think they'd be fabulous, let us know. We're always looking for talent. Oh, yeah, definitely. Before I wrap it up, folks, I just want to remark about my previous co-host, John Locke, who um, for um, business reasons, he's just mega busy as a freelancer. Everybody wants to use utilize john and also for some family reasons he had to cut back on the podcasting a bit because it does take up a bit of time um and it's there's more commitment to this than you probably think folks but um i just want to say john that you really appreciate um you coming forward and uh, being my co-host for almost a year um we had great fun is john still gonna be uh, hopefully joining us on the friday shows um as a panelist and still be part of the wp tonic family and also we do do some work together as well um but i just want to say john thank you so much and um you the professionalism and the quality of uh, material that we were producing just really skyrocketed with your um input and help 
Um, so, Kim, how can people get hold of you and learn some more? You can get me on Twitter at Kim Shivler. If you're interested in uh, how to build online courses, you can find me at howtobuildanonlinecourse.com. Or if you want to see some of my larger business packages, just look up kimshivler.com. You'll find me. Right. And you can get a hold of me quite easily. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jonathan Denwood. You can go to the WP Tonic um, Facebook page. We've got all the videos, and I do leave some other comments on there. Um, that would be great. Or you can email me. I do reply to my email if you've got any questions or you need any help. I'm here to help you out. And that's at Jonathan at WP-Tonic.com. And just one last thing, it really helps the show, we say it every week, is that if you can leave a review on iTunes for us, um, I do periodically every week see if we've got any new reviews, I'll read them out um, if, it's a, if, it, if we do get a new review, and it really does help the show. So if you could see if you could do that, that would be great. So we're going to end the show now, I'm not going to try and... Um, um, be like my co-host John and do the peace out thing because it doesn't really work but we'll hopefully see you on Friday remember we do a Friday show as well which is live at 9am you can find all the details of those shows on the WP Tonic website you can join us um, through Zoom or you can watch it on our Facebook page and we'll see you next week bye bye Thanks for listening to WP Tonic, the podcast that gives you a spoonful of WordPress medicine twice a week.